Skull, the podcast. Only available on the Go Loud app. You are listening to Spin Air Skull and I am incredibly honoured to be joined by today's very, very special guest, just in time for International Women's Day, a trailblazing female, the legend, the aeronautical engineer, astronaut candidate and STEM advocate, Nora Patton. You are so, so welcome to Spin Air Skull. Hello. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks a million for that intro. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show, Nora, and we were dying to have you on. So it's brilliant that you can join us the week that maths is hot topic of debate because we know you're a big STEM advocate, of course. And uh, I guess we're just going to jump in and start by chatting about the Leaving Cert. Can we ask you, Nora, straight off your memories of maths as a Leaving Cert subject and just the whole exam in general? So I guess I'll be honest and say um, it's almost 20 years since I sat my leaving cert. So it's a it's a very long time ago at this stage. Um, But I will say um, it it, it is a stressful year. It's a stressful two years, I suppose, really, when I think back um, on the leaving cert in general. Um, So I think about the students this year and last year, and I really, my heart goes out to them because I think in normal times, it's a stressful exam. Um, There's a lot kind of weighing on the exam to get into university or get into whatever it is you want to do after school. Um, So certainly I can, I can um, say I really do feel bad for the students going through it at the moment with COVID and lockdown and missing time at school and all of that. Um, But yeah, uh, I, I, it is a stressful time. I know it's like, I was probably very lucky in that I knew what I wanted to study in college. So I had a goal. I had, you know, known what the points were. I knew where I wanted to, 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 to go and study and all of that. And that definitely made it easier because there were people in my class who didn't necessarily have a firm fixed idea of what they wanted to do. And I, I do think that does make it a lot more difficult. It's great to have a plan like that. And I guess you knew the subjects you needed to study as well. So did you do all science? Were you biology, chemistry, physics, maths? So I, I went to an all girls school. Um, so that in itself, I suppose there was no applied maths or, um, you know, tech drawing or anything like that. Um, but I did study physics and chemistry and maths uh, for the Leaving Cert. And like that, when I was in third year and transition year, I like wrote to the universities to find out more about the courses, more about what you needed to to do to study those uh, undergraduates. Um, So that was actually a really key thing to know, you know, what the criteria is for certain courses um, and also what the points are. Obviously, this year is very unique. Similarly to last year, there's students are kind of faced with this option of opting for predictive grades or sitting a written exam. The written exams are kind of this rite of passage, I always think, in Irish culture, you know, the leaving cert. Did you find that a stressful experience? Oh, I did. I think most people do. And it's gas, actually, a few a few months ago, I actually had a nightmare about my leaving cert, <laughs> which is crazy when you think it's so many years ago. I have no idea where that came from. Um, but it is a stressful experience, you know, because you've you've two years of work that goes in and then you sit this one exam and there's an awful lot weighing on it. Um, so it is a stressful time. It's a stressful few weeks in that period of exams and everything else. Um, um, but all I would say to people sitting it is that 
um, just do your best. Um, and I know it's very easy for me to say now on the other side of it. Um, but there's many, many ways of getting into things you know that's not necessarily a direct route there's always other kind of options um but certainly I know it is easy for me to say having haven't sat it and come out the other side of it and haven't got you know what I wanted to do there's life after the leaving cert believe it or not and I think that's what we try to say every week on this show as well but um I guess moving on then in your educational journey you now are at the point where you've got such a cool career let's just say that like it is very very cool I'm sure that it's very challenging and very interesting and no two days are the same I can only imagine life as an aeronautical engineer is something that not a lot of us know about so I would love Nora for you maybe just to Give us a little insight into your educational journey from Leaving Cert to where you are today. Yeah, sure. Um, So when I was in Leaving Cert, I think one of the things that really hits home with me is just how, you know, we we talk about all of the different subjects, uh, math, science, you know, the languages, uh, all of the different subjects. And really what I think back on is just how um, important the teacher the teacher's role is in secondary school and even I go back to junior cert and I think back um, and I often 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 acknowledge my art teacher in junior cert and just how um, inspirational he was for me at that time and he'd encourage me to draw rockets and he'd be sitting talking about space related stuff with me Um, And that was really, really important at that time, because you're at this kind of transition in your life. You're deciding what subjects will you study, leaving cert, what might you study after uh, you finish school. Um, So I think back on leaving cert, the teachers were key. And even my my English teacher was so lovely in leaving cert. um, And so I took a huge interest in English. Um, when I was studying because of him so um, I think the process then in in university is very different because you're much more independent it's much more um, up to yourself to motivate yourself Um, so it's a huge transition from leaving cert into first year in college but that said um, I knew what I wanted to study and I was all on for getting stuck in um, you know to the to the course once I did get it Um, and so as you said I studied aeronautical engineering it is very niche there was about 30 of us in the class uh, but I absolutely loved it Um, I definitely found first year the hardest Uh, I was coming in as I said from an all-girls school um, and a lot of the boys would have had studied um, a lot of the subjects we were we were doing in first year in undergrad. Um, so from that perspective, I did find I was trying to catch up on a lot of things um, that I hadn't studied. Um, but I loved it. I think then once I got into second year, I got more into my stride because you know yourself, you kind of learn how to study, you learn how to manage your time and all of those things are really, really important in undergrad. Um, but it's been kind of a, a lifelong learning for me, I think. Um, I've always been on the lookout for different things that I could get into. And that's what I'd say to people um, coming through the Leaving Cert at the moment. There's loads of opportunities. There's loads of courses and programs, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, I think my eyes have definitely been opened the last kind of 10 years to just how many different 
things there are that you can get get involved in in, in terms of, of learning about whatever it is you want to do. I've read you say, Nora, that your mission is to develop a community of STEM enthusiasts and to inspire the next generation of engineers, astronauts, scientists and innovators. So... In saying that, what advice would you give to Leaving Cert students who are filling out their CAO forms and hope to transition into a STEM course when they move into third level? I I, I would say um, go for it. I would say um, go for whatever it is that you're interested in. And even then, if you get into the course and you find it's not necessarily fitting right with what you want, you'll learn about other courses that you might be able to transition into um, go for it, you know, dip your toe in the water and uh, best foot forward. And there's always options then once you're in to to maybe, you know, tweak or change things as you go. But from my own experience, it was certainly I really enjoyed um, my undergrad um, and I'm really glad that that was, you know, what I chose to do. Um, and it certainly opened up the doors to many other things, cool things to get involved in since I've done it. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we've got to talk about those cool things because there are so many of them. First and foremost, your goal to be the first Irish person in space. Like, tell us a little bit about this and how close you are to achieving the goal. Yeah, so it's been a lifelong ambition, I suppose, um, not just to get into space, but to have a career in the space sector. Um, And I think that's really important to, to also acknowledge that it's not just about being an astronaut when you think about the space sector for all of these people sitting the leave insert if they wanted to get involved in the space sector there's loads of opportunities that feed into it everything from science and law and humanities to engineering there's there's layers of different careers that feed into the space sector and so when I was very young I was in primary school I got to visit NASA so that was kind of the inspiration and the spark of interest uh, for me in in terms of my space ambition and and like 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 I mentioned early earlier on, it was it's really been this kind of lifelong learning and lifelong progression. So in 2010, I studied at the International Space University. Um, and then in 2017, I became part of a citizen science program, which is really all about preparing us to fly um, as researchers on suborbital space flight. So it sounds like a bit of a mouthful, but um, basically we, we get to do really cool hands on testing and training um, really with the goal of flying on a suborbital space flight. Wow, it's so incredible, Nora. And I know that the advancements are coming quick and fast and like that's the amazing thing about technology. You're probably living in the perfect time and the perfect generation for it. So do you see yourself getting into space in the near future? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's it's probably the most exciting time we have seen in terms of space advancement and even the commercial space sector and all of these different companies and organizations now that are participating in space flight that rewind 15 years ago, just it just wasn't happening. So um, I certainly think um, the, the time is so exciting. Um, I 
I would absolutely love to get my seat on one of those flights in the next few years. And I will certainly keep you all posted um, as to when that happens. Amazing. Well, we will definitely be all following your journey because it's so exciting that potentially the first Irish person in space will be a woman. I mean, that just is like the cherry on top of the pie. So uh, that would be unbelievable, Nora. Is there anything exciting that's kind of happening that you don't feel the general public know about? I think like I think social media is great from that side in terms of keeping people up to date with what's happening. The European Space Agency just recently announced a new call for astronauts, um, which is super exciting. They haven't had one in over 11 years, which if you think about it, it's a massive chunk of time in somebody's career. Um, I can remember the call in 2008. I was doing my PhD and I was thinking, wow, in another 10 years, I'll be in my 30s and I'll be really old. (laughs) And, you know, will I be in a position to apply at that stage? Um, So, yeah, I think um, following the likes of ESA and NASA and, you know, those kind of organizations is a great way of keeping up to speed with with what's happening. Um, And so for any of the the leave inserts listening who want to be an astronaut, keep an eye on that. uh, The call, it's opening in in March, uh, the end of this month, actually. um, And I think it'll be a really exciting year and a half to see who gets selected in the next call. So exciting. I didn't know that. And unbelievable. I guess another opportunity maybe for another Irish, uh, you know, hopeful to be there with you as well and to enjoy the excitement. Nora, just finally, before we wrap things up, I guess they say the sky's the limit, but clearly not in your case. You are some woman for setting goals and seeing them through. You've achieved so, so much in your life so far. What advice would you leave us with for Leaving Cert students who are kind of mapping out their futures, I guess, and setting those goals for themselves, but equally maybe preparing to fail because we know that's part of life and there will always be failures. Oh, for sure. And and I often think that it's, you know, even, even um, for example, my, my book is... A, a kid's book but it's it's 25 years in the making and I often think it's 40 pages that people see of all the good stuff that has come out but if I was to put together a, a, a book of um, lessons learned and maybe you know mistakes or failures as you say um, it could probably be a multiple of 40 pages in terms of what I could fill um, but what I would say is um, set yourself goals to work towards and it's really about like little step by step by step in terms of how do you get there and certainly what I have found is that um, things start to build they start to take you know a life of their own and the momentum begins to build up Um, but it does take time so I know that people often see the end result of something but it has taken years and many failures to actually progress something and to get to an end result Um, so that's what I would say to them set your goals and just be prepared to put the time and effort in um, and also from the failures, you can certainly learn a lot um, in terms of what not to do the next time. Really well said. Some super advice. Nora Patton, you're just such an inspirational lady. It's been amazing to chat with you. Um, for our lovely listeners tuning in this morning or listening back to this on the podcast, where is the best place for them to keep up to date with you online and follow all of the amazing things that you're going to do in the future? So you can follow um, Space Nora <laughs> on um, Twitter and Instagram. So I usually post, um, try to post as regularly as I can on those just to keep people up to date with what's happening. 
Brilliant. And we will share all of those handles as well across our social media on Spin. So do make sure you check them out. Nora Patton, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on Spinner Skull. Thanks a million. And just to say the very best of luck to everyone uh, listening in. You'll be absolutely fine. I know it. And just to say the best of luck. Spin Air Skull, the podcast.